truth. You want answers? I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. Welcome to Truth and Logic, the weekly talk show that uses logic to explain the truth. And the truth shall set you free. Here's Deron Montgomery, David Cross, and Michelle Daniels. Good afternoon. You're listening to Talks on Radio. This is Truth and Logic with Deron, David, and Michelle. I am Deron. This is David. And, uh... Yeah, Michelle, we're not sure about right now. It's 2 p.m. Central Standard Time, and depending on where you're at in the world, family, you can adjust that time accordingly. We'd like to thank you for listening and welcome you to our weekly open forum chat as we discuss current events and social <clears throat> issues. We are live, and the phone lines are open. We can be reached at 888-GO-FOR-IT. That's 888-463-6748. Um, today's topic was supposed to be an interview, but our interviewee is not here right now. However, you never know what we're going to say when we're, when we're here because this is definitely the politically incorrect show. <laughs> so uh, just to save face and to, to cover ourselves, uh, the thoughts and views expressed on Truth and Logic are those of its hosts and do not reflect the thoughts and views of TalkZone.com, uh, Syndication Networks, LLC, or any of its subsidiaries and or affiliates. Now that we've gotten that out of the way, while we're waiting to uh, find out exactly what's happening with our own uh, Lady Michelle, there was a Monday after the Easter holiday. Uh, I was watching the news early Monday morning, and, and the, the lead story was the development in Brussels. Okay. That is a current event. Um, I'm not – that that is, uh, to a certain degree, a, a social issue. However, a blurb – on the news was about an elderly lady being pushed down in the elevator and robbed on Easter Sunday morning right here in the city of Chicago. And I'm trying to figure out why locally Brussels is the lead story. You know what? That's almost like the equivalent of your kid is going through something. My kid is going through something. But you're more concerned about my kids than you are your own kid. I mean, see, you know what? We we definitely have got this all wrong, people. Anytime an act of violence can be perpetuated against anyone, really, but then you're talking about an elderly lady who cannot defend herself, and and this clown, basically, she's getting off the elevator, I'm assuming going to church, pushes her back into the elevator, assaults her, and, and robs her, and then that gets a little blurb. But then we're talking about Brussels. Not saying that, I mean, Brussels may mean something to some people, but I'm saying I live here in Chicago. You know, I need to know what's going on. Also, uh, they they want to talk about how uh, calm the weekend was. We only had 12 shootings. We only had 12 shootings. Are you kidding me? Okay, and and I guess because no one died. So the dude, whoever was doing the shooting, they wasn't that good this weekend. Hey, I, I'm pretty sure the person that got shot said, well, you know what? Damn. At least I didn't die. Yeah, okay. <laughs> at, least, at least nobody died this weekend. I okay. Mean, I mean, got this hot lead in me, but I mean, it's, it's ridiculous around here and I'm not really understanding. But, but even, the, the even consciousness and where, where the black lives matter and now because nobody died, we're not going, we're we not protesting. We ain't got shit to say. This story right here on ABC website, you got a Lincoln Park mother. Who picked up her son and her son's friend from school. Pulled into the garage. A man came and robbed him. The son actually tried to help the mother. The man pushes him down. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, where, where, where are we going with this violence, people? I mean, me personally, I think the laws are too lax. Because you, you got too many people out here <clears throat> that, you know, just to jump off the topic, because I know where we're going with you, with your story, but... Um, we have too many people out here that want to sit up here and make laws, you know, that's inhumane and, you know, the criminals need rights to. Damn that. Damn that. You push, you push, you, you, you do anything to an elderly person, you do anything to a child, your life should be over. I'm sorry. <laughs> just, just death. Yeah. You, you know what's funny is that <laughs> while you were sitting up talking, I was kind of thinking something like that. I was like, man, you know, I don't know. Hey, man, death. I mean, because you know what? In other countries, in other countries, um, I mean, it, it, it's kind of cut, you know. I mean, they, we consider them third world countries, but they crime not as high as ours. Right. You know, you steal somebody, something, what hand you do it with? I'm going to need that. 
you know, stuff like that. So I'm not really understanding. But here go, what, here go another story in Ewing, New Jersey. 92-year-old woman beaten during a home invasion. See, my thing is, okay, you break into the house, you steal what, why, why you gotta beat her? They, they, not only did they beat her, they tied her up and drug her down to the basement. Something's wrong with the society, man. Something's definitely wrong. But them to be the same people in jail, they'd be crying because they're missing a cook. See, you know what? He, 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 exactly, exactly. Hey, hey, I only got three, uh, two pieces of bread and, and homie got three and I only got two pieces of bologna and what, what shut up. But, um, I mean, you know, here's the problem with, with the laws and the people who enforce the, uh, I guess the, yeah, yeah, they, they enforce the laws, not, 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 in, not, not the police or the sheriffs or whatever. You got too many people, sideline individuals, who are making frontline decisions. Right. You know, people who have never done law enforcement or whatever, and they sitting up there telling you how you should treat a criminal. Here's the here's a news flash for you people. These cats not locked up because they didn't have shit else to do. They didn't say, man, you know what, let me go on down to the county jail because I ain't got nothing else to do for the next two <laughs> years of my life. You know, they've already proven, most of them, uh, being career criminals that they can't follow laws they 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 don't adapt to authority so for you to address them or come at them as if you would say me or you something wrong with you you know what um some years ago because i can't stand a thief some years ago i paid my hard-earned money to get the newspaper delivered people would literally take my newspaper i have to call the the local paper so they could send me another one and I just started getting pissed I'm like this is how how much is the newspaper dollar dollar fifty something like that so but you want to steal mine so what I started doing was putting old newspaper one time I put trash I put dog shit I put all kind of stuff up in there <laughs> and had it look like it was the fresh paper and they still stole it <laughs> hey, some people just like want the thrill of stealing something I know. I know. I mean, it, it just is what it is. Some people just cheat. I mean, because, I mean, we, I mean, yeah, we can go ahead and say it. When I was growing up, right? <laughs> <laughs> the weekly paper was like a, like a quarter. And then it went up to 35 cent and then it went up to 50 cent. Then on Sundays, it was like a dollar, you know, because you had all the sales papers and what have you. Well, hell, the Sun Times, dollar seventy five, and, and they done cut out most of the sales. But still, papers. though, people were stealing <clears throat> papers then. Really? Yeah. You stealing something that costs 50 cents? My mm-hmm. man, I'm going to need you to get your life together. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm going to need you to get your life right together because there's something definitely wrong with you. I mean, but, I mean, the the amount of violence, the the amount of, I mean, it, it's just, it's out of control. Uh, something needs to be done about it, but nothing's being done about it. They're doing a whole lot of talking and that there's not enough action. So what I need to know is like all these people who want to vote and march and uh, beat their chest and talk about Black Lives Matter, that's fine where you at right now because now's the time that you need to be talking, not just when something happens and hits the news. So basically what you're telling me is that you just want that 15 minutes of fame. Uh, what a new march is, oh, well, Rami Emanuel, he picked a chief of police that wasn't on the board so what i mean so what i mean first of all you got people who should be ecstatic because he black and you know that's the only reason why they you know they they like oh and, and look, <laughs> that might be the only reason why ron Emanuel picked him i mean oh, let's, more, let's, more keep, let's, let's keep yeah, it 100 i mean because he's black and he's from chicago so he can get he like hey let me get some of this heat up off me because people still shitting on him about that laquan mcdonald thing you know what I'm saying? so i mean Let's be clear. Let's not make it seem like uh, this wasn't as out of left field as y'all may think. Right. Well, but regardless to who he picked, it's an appointed position. I mean, regardless to who he picked. Dude got 27 years on the job. I'm okay with that. I'm all right because he's done the job. You know, it's not like we've hired a liberal attorney to be the chief of police. Zing! <laughs> Shots fired. Pow, pow, pow. You know? But, and, um, well, you know what? Real, real quick, before we, um, head to our first break, you know, um, 
You a big Batman versus Superman. Come on, man. If y'all looking at us online, you see me. I know you see me. You know. You know. Took my son to go see it the other day. And, um, you know, my son and brother-in-law fell asleep for a little bit. They never fall asleep on Batman versus Superman. Yeah. They communists, dog. (laughs) But, hey, it it was a real good movie, people. You know, it's a little. That's a little free uh, movie review for y'all. It was go see it. I'm trying to go see it again. (laughs) <laughs> you know real real good movie um and you actually had good guys fighting it wasn't like these um Nicholas bears <laughs> look at you see now now i i, I should well no nah, i ain't gonna i ain't gonna place that bet because you're not gonna bet me but i mean you know what i mean okay look what, you, what, if, what would the bet be about about the hair hat hooligans we no um so you know what i see I try, I tried to go a week without talking about weed for everybody that think I have something against weed. You do. <laughs> Yesterday I went to GameStop, and um, that's the story I wanted you to get to. Go ahead. This um, <laughs> <laughs> this um, hair had a hooligan <laughs> was about to act a damn fool again. Now I didn't know GameStop went back to giving you money. But of course you're gonna get more off store credit than you will cash. She had like seven, eight games or however many. Most of them were scratched. So now she's pissed. First off, seven, eight games, you're only getting thirty four dollars. She's like, I paid fifty dollars for this game. Okay. It's still a used product. You do better selling <clears throat> each game for ten dollars a piece, like to a friend or something. Something, you know, so whatever. So I mean, she she's getting mad and out out irate. And but wait a second, first <clears throat> you, you say she said I paid fifty dollars for the game. You what you expected to get fifty dollars back? I guess. Okay, you're stupid. Go ahead. <laughs> so then she was like, you know what? Just take them games off because they they charged them money because they were scratched. They got to mm-hmm. rebuff them. She oh this is fucking ridiculous because I well what do you want them to do? Mm-hmm. Well, you're going to rebuff them anyway. Yeah, that's called work. Right. If you could have just buffed them out as best as you could at home. Maybe we wouldn't be going through this right now. Exactly. So she told well, you know what? Don't worry about them gang. Well, to make a long story short, I stood in line for an extra 30 minutes. So she could argue about her scratched ass gang. Right. To eventually start selling them anyway because she needed that $34.50. Probably was going to get a hit. <laughs> okay, then, uh, I, there I go. There I go. Then her um boyfriend, girlfriend, girl that looked like a boy came up in there and I guess calmed her down and her 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 man girl. <laughs> so, Not judging, no shade, no shade. Yeah, okay. Well, you know, I I mean, you look at some of these women nowadays, they look like men. I mean, you know what? We can talk about this next segment, too, because that's a confused lifestyle. But you know what? I, I do. I, I want to answer a few questions next segment um, on, on questions that people asked about me. And why do I say the things that I say? So somebody's been reading Twitter and the emails. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so what I'm going to do is next segment before we get into this logic letter, I'm, I'm just going to break me down real quick that. We, we could do it like that. Definitely can do it like that. Let's go play these so first set of bills. Let's go f- play this first set of bills, family, and uh, we'll be right back at you. It's Truth and Logic, y'all. Are you in need of quality audio engineering at a price that you can afford? Well, look no further than 8 Shots Music, where we bring the studio to you. Whether you're a voiceover talent, singer, rapper, or whether you're recording audio for audiobooks, we bring everything you need straight to you. Check us out today at www.8shotsmusic.com or call us at 773-948-9296. 8 Shots Music, your music anywhere. Do you like originality? Do you like affordability? Then you'll love the Lost and Found Boutique. Original urban gear at an affordable price. The Lost and Found Boutique. Like them on Facebook. Or check them out online at the Lost and Found Boutique at BigCartel.com. That is www.thelostandfoundboutique.bigcartel.com. The Lost and Found Boutique. Dare to be different and discover what you've been missing. Lost and Found. 
Building the best internet talk radio on the planet. Prepare for glory! TalkZone.com I want the truth! Back to David, Duran, and Michelle for more Truth and Logic. We're fighters for truth, justice, and the American way. And we're coming right back at you, family. Once again, this is TalkZone Radio. We are your Truth and Logic crew. You, phone lines are open. You can reach us at 888-GO-FOR. That's 888-463-6748. You know, Gil Scott Heron once said that the revolution would not be televised, but you know what? This damn show going to be talked about. The question is, what do you have to say about it? Let's think about it. Now, before we get into your uh, explanation of who the hell you are, <laughs> uh, real quick, <laughs> we brought up the whole thing about uh, the man, the man, woman, woman, man, whatever. The beast. I, Look, man, <laughs> anybody who's listened to the show for any amount of time knows that my mother calls in. She's a minister. So I may have some definite views about homosexuality. It is what it is. I don't inflict those views on people. They are what they are. I don't judge people. This is what I judge. You're a man. You claim you don't want you don't want to be with a woman. You want to be with a man. But you turn around and you act more feminine than any woman I've ever met. You're confused. You're confused. You're a woman. You say you don't want to deal with any man. You want to deal with a woman. But then you go date a woman who's more masculine than most men I know. Boom. So tell me you're not confused. (laughs) Then on top of that, as a woman, you go and get a strap on to simulate sex with a man. Boom. When you could just really have a man. You're confused. Okay. So now I know some people are going to be pissed off at me. Some people might email, tweet me, be like, what are you talking about? What are okay, whatever. I deal with that when they come. <laughs> Get after it. Okay. Now, people people ask me about my views. Why do I talk about weed? The problem I have with weed, I, I, like I say, I'm a firm believer if you have the money, you can afford it. Do what you do. I don't care. That's you. I think weave is an addiction. Me personally, I've told black women that they look nice. They, they're beautiful with their natural hair. And it's almost like me cursing at them. Really? <laughs> so, but you put this yak in your head to make you look beautiful. But if the man is telling you that you look beautiful naturally, where's the pro- what, what's the problem? When you start seeing people low income with weave, mm-hmm. you start seeing homeless. But well, we already know that you don't think that people with low income should have nothing at all. No, 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 not low income welfare. See, you can have low income mm-hmm. struggling, and, and you're working. If you're a career welfare queen, like that, why should you have? Oh, you to mean ju- if they pass the welfare on to their? Generation after generation they after doing generation. They do it on welfare. Right. Grandmama was on welfare. And you got three generations of welfare queens living on in, welfare. One, in one house, and they happy because they know the government is going to eventually get them a place to stay. If you're a career welfare queen, no, you, you shouldn't have the luxuries of life. I'm sorry, because I, I can't stand when a, when a welfare queen sit up here and say, well, I'm independent. No, you're really not. Right. Just because your job is your back. Don't mean that you are independent. Right, right. You having a kid, but you want everybody else to take care of them. Like Michelle posted that story with the 15, the lady with the 15 kids. And, and but, but, but see, like I said, I saw that story about two years ago. Yeah, you, yeah. And she was pregnant with another one. So she was on, on road to number 16. She was on road to number 16. <clears throat> now, it's two parts to that story. Number one, she said she had 15, well, she had 15 kids. She only had 11 with them. The other four were with their fathers. But she had 15 kids by eight different men. Uh, that ain't nasty. I don't know what it is because you let, you had sex with at least eight men raw. At least. At least. <clears throat> now you saying what well, a government needs to pay, um, Somebody needs to pay for these kids. Somebody needs to to help me out with my kids, and um, somebody needs to pay. Who? I, I didn't have them kids with you. The, the day I, I didn't say ooh or ah not one damn time. Exactly. But you want somebody to pay for your sixteen kids because you were irresponsible. 
part two of that story, her son was throwing rocks and one of the rocks hit a police car. Two policemen went up to the, um, there was a policeman and a police woman went to her house. They, um, tried to get in and get the boy. She said no. She fought with him and she ended up getting tased. She was upset saying, well, I'm pregnant. You're not supposed to tase a pregnant woman. Why are you fighting if you're pregnant? You knew you was pregnant when you, well, well yeah. <clears throat> so. That's one of them damned if you do, damned if you don't. Last time I looked, I still got the, the right of self-preservation. Yeah. Last time I looked, pregnant women. Yeah, but you know what? You know what? That, <clears throat> you See, you talking in a perfect society. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You talking in a perfect, in today's society, a pregnant woman will beat your ass with a bat. And if you fight back, they'll be like, well, you know she was pregnant. What you hit her for? Right. But like, um, when I was in the Navy, it was a, it was, um, a man and woman. They both were AWOL, what, UA, unauthorized absence, same as AWOL pretty much. Right. Actually, they made it to the deserter status. They was gone for 30 days. And anybody that's in the military, they know if you um, leave unauthorized or if you only leave for a certain amount of time, when you come back, you have to do a drug test. They told her she had to do a drug test. She got mad. She's fighting. Um, the husband saw her fighting, so he wanted to fight. Now it's a big ass brawl outside the gate. She ran up on one of these big corn fed white boys, like she was about to swing on him. He picked up by the throat and slammed her. And she was like five, six months pregnant. All the women saying, well, he didn't have to slam her. I'm like, yeah, he did. She knew she was pregnant before she ran up on That's just like we say, I'm bigger than you. Right. And you swing on me or or you decide you want to fight me. I beat your ass. And they say, well, you ain't had to do that to him. He was little. He's smaller than you. He knew that when he stepped into the ring. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You know, Floyd Mayweather stepped in the ring with Tyson. He know know Tyson going to clean his shit. Exactly. But we we come up with all these stupid phrases and, and... it's it, come on now. You know somebody. If, first off, if you're pregnant, why are you fighting? Cause they ain't got nothing else to do. And I I saw this stat the other day. If you look at your inner cities, most of them are violent. Most of your inner cities are violent. You know why that is? I'm about to break it down. All right. Look at, and, and people, please do me this favor before y'all start judging me and y'all start going off on me. Look at the violent neighborhoods. Look how many fathers are in that violent neighborhood. Remember back in the day, people say, well, if women ran the country, the world would be a better place. I don't think so, because if you look at your violent neighborhood, they ran by women. And they're the most violent area in the country. Hmm. So, <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't see how the world would be a better place because it seems like all we do is fight. Well, I mean, if you look at it from a social economic standpoint, depressed areas have have more violence because they are <clears throat> depressed. And why are they depressed? They're depressed because they have low levels of education and high levels of unemployment, and those two together breed and fester that kind of shit. So, right. I mean, w- without going into it real deep and long, that's another edutainment topic, I guess. Oh, I think we need to get some beat for your edutainment. <laughs> <laughs> get some get some music going for this edutainment because a lot of y'all need to learn. And and, and like we said before, we 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 teaching and we learning at the same time. We doing this together. That's why we call it edutainment because it's what we do. It's educating you while we entertain you. We're not just here talking, throwing stuff out at you, whatever. It's with a purpose. I mean, you know, we do this. Um, so, I mean, we, we got a call. Oh, oh, we got the the call extraordinaire online. Hold on, I'm, I'm, I'm going to pick it up, but we're getting ready to go pay. Uh, well, you know what? We're we going to sail through this first commercial break. I mean, to the, through this second commercial break. Pastor Quinn. Hello. How, How you do? Doing? How you doing, baby? I'm doing good. All right. I tuned in at a really interesting comment. What happened? What, what, what we say? The, that the violent neighborhoods are run by women. 
That's David, just so that you understand. Oh. That was your adopted son. That wasn't your biological son. I told you we need to screen people before we start <laughs> letting them into this family. But you don't want to listen to me. You just got all this open arm policy. <laughs> I have to, I have to, I have to represent who I represent. But you know what? But you know what, though? But you know what, though? I did clean it up for him, though, because in all actuality, depressed errors are depressed because of those two main reasons. Low levels of education. High levels of unemployment, but he ain't let me get and, a chance. He ain't let me get a chance uh, to finish. Visibility of a male figure. Well, here's the problem. A lot, most of the time, you have a lot of male figures in those communities that are not stepping up being men. Just because just because you're a male, don't make you a man. True. You know. So I mean, you got a lot of you. I mean, you got a lot of fathers that are there that that are not fathers. By, by the definition of the word, they just baby daddies. They, they father, sperm donors. They, they father because they dropped the seed. That's it. Right. They sperm donors. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know. So I mean, you know, and that that's the reality of it. And, and and you got these these chicks that keep having babies by these clowns. And I don't know, you know, what 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 you want to say about it. I mean, it is what it is. Um, they in actuality are just baby daddies. They are not fathers because it takes more to be a father than. I mean, but how many times have you heard? Have you asked somebody about their children's father, and, and she comes back with the whole "my baby with, daddy"? That's just my baby daddy. I mean that that that's become. They made a song about it. That, that's I just know, my baby that's daddy. Just my baby I mean, daddy. <laughs> that's it's just a lack of. It, it's a. I don't know what to call it. It's a lack of something on their. It's a lack of a part of their brain. Yeah. I think. So because look, I ain't no way in the world I'm going to just tell somebody that's just my baby daddy. Right, right. right. It though. So look. Um, let me let me do this. Let me. I don't know. You you, you want to do the interview first, or you want to? Can, can you um hold on for a little bit so because we, we got Michelle, Michelle on the line to do a, her phone oh, interview. Oh good. Oh good. All right. I was wondering that I missed that. No, you didn't miss it. Hold on <laughs> one second. Shells BK, what's up, baby? What's going on? What's up, baby? We hey, miss you in the we, studio. We, we, we missing you. We was a little worried about you. We was like, man, I hope didn't nothing happen to you. you know? I know. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. But you know what? We, we we finna make this happen. We finna make it do what it do, okay? So um, okay. basically, let me go ahead and set this up for you real quick. Uh, Michelle Daniels is the third member of the of your Truth and Logic team family. Um, she hails, she hails us from, to us from the Empire State. You know, New York, Brooklyn, stand up. And if you right, listen to right. the show, you know, you, you may know that she's a little poetic. Uh, but what you may not know is that she's actually published a book. We brought it up once or twice. Maybe you weren't listening. Maybe you didn't catch that. I've, I've even posted on um, our Twitter page and our Truth and Logic page on Facebook. Yeah. So, uh, Shell, uh, real quick, why don't you just tell the family something about yourself that they may not know about you? Um, well, hey, you already said I was from Brooklyn, so That's there it. you go right there. Yeah, I mean, I mean, there, 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 there's Biggie, there's Jay-Z, and then there's you. <laughs> no, no, it's her, Biggie, you know then Jay-Z. <laughs> Mixtape out, summer 16, no, I'm <laughs> Okay. Yeah, um, I'm from Brooklyn. I've been here for about six years now, and just like New York. Chicago, you know, Illinois is a love-hate thing. It's a love-hate thing. Okay. That's how I feel. <laughs> so what what made you decide that you wanted to write a book? <clears throat> um... Well, hold on, yeah, hold on a second, it, hold on a second. It, hold on a second, Shell. Before it, you answer that, okay. let, let, let's rewind the tape a little bit. How old were you when you first started writing poetry? Okay, good one, good question. When I, when I first started writing poetry, I was in the sixth grade. Okay, so you about twelve ish. Um, and I was about mm, ten. Okay. Ten, eleven. Um, when I first started writing, it actually started in uh, junior high school. I had a, a writing class. I can't remember the teacher's name, but I had a writing class in junior high school. Okay. I think it was. Uh, different classes that were kind of like what they called your talent class. They had a writing class. They had a computer class. They had a uh, chorus class. 
like singing class. They had uh, band, and you know they put you in a different talent class every year. <laughs> and uh, my first year was in the writing class. Okay. And um, I can't quite remember. My memory doesn't go that deep, but I can't re- quite remember how it started. Like, did she say write a poem or write a short story? I can't quite remember, but I do remember that's where it originated from. Okay. 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 Yeah, so it was about ten eleven. Okay, so like we're gonna uh, piggyback off of David's question, and we're gonna say, so mm-hmm. when did you discover that you wanted to share your gift? Because a um, lot of people write poetry, and they never right. share it. That is true. You know what? That's a good question. Nobody's ever asked me that. I'm not. Well, you know, I'm, 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 you know, I'm, 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 I'm trying to do my thing here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I feel, I tell you. So, um, you know what? I'm actually not sure. It had to be between maybe, because mm, it, it, it couldn't have been the beginning. Okay. It couldn't have been the beginning when I really shared it. It had to be between maybe the end of my junior high school into high school. Okay. Um, because I, my, growing up, my schools were, uh, broken up. I went from pre-K to fifth grade, then I went to a whole nother school from sixth to eighth grade, and I went to high school. Yeah, they do so, something like that in California too. Yeah, so mm-hmm. it had to be, it had to be maybe like the ending of my junior high school to the beginning of my high school. Okay. okay. Um, career when I started to really share my work. Okay. And it was mostly with friends. I never really started to share my work with my family until mm, maybe in high school. Okay. It had to be. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, um, like I, I, I mean, I, I've, I've never really talked to anybody that that wrote books, or you know, right. on the aspect. I've you know talked to comedians and stuff. But what is the ending goal, or what what is it that you're looking for to come out of of your poetry? Um, you know what? There is no ending goal. It's just a passion of mine that I feel like that I feel like I can share with people. With my poetry, I, I base it off of experience that I go through. Okay. Um, mostly when it pertains to relationships and love and stuff like that. I've written stuff not pertaining to that, but it's also something that I still feel. It has to be a muse for me. Mm-hmm. I can't just sit down and write, you know, roses are red, violets are blue, <laughs> you right, know, right, stuff right. like that for me. Um, I have to be inspired by it. Um, there has to be a muse behind it. Because I remember so, when um when we were looking for a female to actually come on to the show, and um I know we right. were all Facebook friends at, um you know prior to the show, and because Deron was actually like, hey Michelle man she's really deep, you know you look at a poetry I was chilling stuff. from you from the beginning, mom. Yes, he was. I, <laughs> Thank hey. you. I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and he you know because I, I I like Facebook with me I, I look at a few posts. And go from there. But I'm not reading everybody's page because I got friends on Facebook. I don't even know how I became friends. But when he told me about it, then I went back to your page and I'm I'm looking like, okay, this girl right. is really deep. Okay, yeah, yeah, let's let's go with that. You yeah. was checking for me too, David. I feel. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, real quick, let, uh, why don't you walk us through the self uh, publication process for those people who may be interested in doing what you do, but okay. can't really, you know, get their feet wet with it. Okay. Okay. You know what? And I'm mine is gonna be like such the version for dummies right now. <laughs> okay. Okay. Break it down because. for them like they twelve. <laughs> little line from Philadelphia right there. Because when I decided I wanted to write a book, man, I was in college already. Okay. And man, I have written, I can probably say right about now, I've probably written over 300 poems. Mm-hmm. And oh, you wow. know how some people have very few, but they memorize them. Mm-hmm. I don't memorize mine because I've written <laughs> so if I go to the, you know, 
the spoken word, if I go to an open mic, I'm bringing my book. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Sometimes I feel like it's embarrassing, but then again, I'm like, look, I ain't got time to be remembering all these words <laughs> and different stuff that I've written down. Right. So most of the times when I do go to read, it's something I'm my most recent work. Okay. So um, when I decided I wanted to write a book, you know, it wasn't a, it wasn't a, okay, let me do this step by step by step. What I decided to do was research. Um, with today's technology, it's not hard for you to go to Google.com and say, hey, how do I self-publish, self-publish a book? And Now you're trying to get people to do some work. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I mean, if you, if you want to put it out there, you, you gotta, you gotta put some work in, you know. Right. Um, especially if it's something you, you love, you're passionate about, you know. Right. So for me, I, I when I first started researching into me even writing a book, I didn't go straight to self-publish. I went straight to, okay, how do I submit a uh, book or should I say manuscript to a company and go through there? And I watched different videos and I've read different articles about how people, you know, writers go in and uh, they have their manuscript. I did my research on how to, you know, start out with that. And um, once I got that information, that's when I started pretty much writing my book on how to do the manuscript part. But then I also, after that, started to um, read on how to send out a manuscript. So I'm reading this, I'm reading that information, and I'm thinking to myself, I can get rejected. A lot. And, you know, you got to take risks in order to, you know, really succeed. But at the time, I was like, it wasn't so much a confidence thing. It was a, I want this to be mine. You know, I don't want to necessarily send this out and then somebody tries to change what I do because this is it. You can't change. You can't change what this is because, uh... Poetry to me is like, some people used to say, oh, you're a poet, that means you know how to freestyle. Not necessarily, mm-hmm. but I consider poetry uh, kind of certain, you know, a part of hip-hop or music for that matter. It definitely so, is. For it me, definitely is. I didn't want my, right, I didn't want my work to be changed into something that it wasn't. Right. So I did that research and I decided, okay, maybe that route isn't for me. Then the thought came to my head, let me see if I can self-publish this book. So I have my manuscript written. I have, you know, how I want it laid out, the title, um, images that I even did myself, um, how I wanted the layout of my book to be, things that matter. So when, once I did the research online, I Googled, uh, this website popped up, lulu.com. That's l u lu.com and pretty much lulu.com um was saying you know if it's free it's for me so i <laughs> uh, went on that website it pretty much shows you it guides you on how to write a book okay from the text you want to use all the way down to the picture on the cover you want to use how you want you know uh, the front cover, the back cover, the inside of the book to look down to if you want pictures in color, if you want it in black and white, the type of font you want to use, everything. It pretty much did a step-by-step guide to pretty much how to write a book. And that website also not only does books, like you can do a photo album, you can do calendars, anything, you know, pretty much writing material that you can think of Okay. Uh, that website helps you out with. So I was like, okay, because I, I went through other aspects too and I see how people, you know, get their book published and then they go through Amazon. See, I didn't take that route because at the time I was a broke college student. So, I, <laughs> right, you know, right. I don't have no money to be, you know, spending on doing this even though it's my, my passion. Mm-hmm. Um, I think in a sense, I was just being a realist, like, okay, I'm 
a grown up now. I have bills. I don't have time to really put. Hey, but you know what? Side. You know what? But but you stepped out right. and you did that. A lot of people don't do that. Right. right. You have a lot of you people know. that have that passion, and right. nobody gets to hear their passion. You know, get gets right. to hear hear or see their work. There's a piece of you that's gonna be here <laughs> right. long after you gone. Period. Point blank. Right. I mean, and and that's deep. There's a you piece know. out there that I don't know if somebody stole it or it's in the garbage somewhere and never to be resurfaced again because when I started writing my poetry, like I said, in junior high school, I had three books, and I'm talking about three composition books. And um, if people that don't know what composition book is, it's the black and white little notebook. <laughs> um, <laughs> I had three of those books. At the time, I had actually I don't know how many poems I had, but I would say if I want to be if I want to take a guess, then maybe over a hundred. At the age of fourteen, I went to high school one morning, <clears throat> and you know, at this high school, it was okay, but they had security guards and they check your bag and they take your stuff out. That's the last time I remember having these books. I took my stuff out. Then I'm looking, I'm looking, my stuff was gone. Well, I'm here to tell anybody, if y'all took Michelle's book, the Truth and Logic team will be looking for you. You know, know, I'm a pull up Duran right now. You know how many years ago that was? Well, look, real quick, why don't you you tell us what's next for Lady Michelle? What, What you got? You got anything on the burner? Man, I, uh, I published my book in 2007. I was at the age of uh, 21, 22 when I published it. I decided to do it on my own. I took the initiative and assessed, and the website really helped me and me doing my research because I just wanted to get it out there. It wasn't necessarily me trying to uh, get monetary. I mean, if that happened, cool, because people put books out, and then years later, your stuff blow up, and you, you know, New York. Right. But the the thing is just to get the work out there. Right. Right. Something that I wanted to have that was my own. So I took the initiative. Um, The title of the book is called Intent. Uh, People definitely want to check it out um, on the website. And I also go by a stage name that was given to me in college. It's called, um, I'm called Complicated Simplicity is my name. Um, so I use that name as, you know, the author of the book. Well, how did um, you get that name? Why it, did they give it to you? Because um, of the poetry? Yeah, it's, because, it's, of the, the type of, <laughs> because of the way I, I write it. And the way I write my poetry is um, some people, when they write poetry and they go to read it, a lot of people kind of sometimes don't understand what the person is saying, and that's fine because that's art. You're not really supposed to understand. Um, right. Um, or you're, you understand it in your own way. Um, my stuff pretty much is out. The stuff that I write down is, is simple to the point where you'll understand pretty much really what I'm talking about. It's like a story. Yeah, I, yeah, I so, give you that. I, I read the book. I, I, I read the poem, uh-huh. so yeah. Yeah, shout out. Big you know, up to you. you. Feel me. You know what I'm talking about. I feel you so. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I need her, I need her no, you, autograph on mine. Yes, I do have to get that autograph for you. <laughs> uh, which I feel so good to say that. This will be my <laughs> second one. Actually, no, 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 no. It won't be my second one because I've, I've signed some for family members and stuff like that. Yeah. Um. Because so, when you blow up, I'm like, I uh, know her. I know her. Of course we're going to say we know her. She on the show. <laughs> <laughs> we're hey, we not, we gonna, we not doing like NWA now. Don't get too big to where you leave us. Well, if the money oh, ain't right, no. she might have to cube us. <laughs> <laughs> if the money ain't right, she like might have to ice cube us. Go in there and talk to Jerry Hell. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I won't, I won't forget where I came from. I'll try to shout out as many people as I can. They're going to you know, be playing the... Uh, the leave music on me, and I'll be like, look, I ain't finished. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't Kanye West them, you know. <laughs> nah, nah, see, I'm, I'm respectful. I ain't <laughs> So, um, but yeah, 
with that book out, you know, I put it out. One thing, this will be a life lesson for anybody that does want to write a book, whether it's poetry, whether it's a, a, a novel or anything of that nature, self-help, whatever. Try to do more research when it pertains to the marketing if you really want to get your book out there. When I first did it, I was so happy that I created a book. You know, I told friends, I told family, but I didn't really market it like that. Right. And there's so many ways that you can do it, man. You could buy your book and sell it at the back of your car, or you can do word of mouth. Um, but there's always also opportunities where you can try to grab an online base, you know, do more. Uh, nowadays, you can go on Facebook and say you're an artist and, you know, people to like your page. Right. And um, you could be like, who the hell are you? And, uh, <laughs> you know, put the stuff out there. Um, me, I I can say that I really didn't put the initiative into marketing my book as much as I should have. Um, and you know what? I'm actually okay with that because I still feel like it's I have something out there. You know what I mean? Right. I have my passion out there. So I really, I'm like, I have it out there. If somebody comes across it and says, hey, what is this? Let me read it. By all means, I just want somebody to enjoy, you know, what I've written and my experiences, you know, through my writing. Well, let me so, tell you, 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 know, you got a fan here, little sister, so, I mean. Two fans, you. two fans. I yeah. appreciate it. I mean, it. it's all good. I appreciate it. So before we get out of here to, to pay a couple more bills, we just want to say we miss you. But we appreciate you for calling in so we can get this interview done because I've been looking forward to doing this. Because basically, I want to put the information out there because you never know uh, the family members that we have that may want that may be interested in something like this, but they don't know how to get, right. get the ball and, and run with it and, you know, maybe get it started. Right. So I, I figure like once, twice a month because we, I mean, between the three of us, we know some people. Right. You know, we know some people. I mean, starting with you, we start in house. That's what we do. We support black business. Right. We do not support black bullshit. But, right. but um, you know, so I mean, exactly. you know, but I mean, like, you know, we uh, we got people that's, you know, starting companies, you know, that right. writing books. And so, I mean, you know, we need to get that information out there. Uh, So, right. yeah. So let, let's get out of here, pay a couple of bills. We miss you, but we're going to see you. Hey, and, and before we go to pay that bill, can I leave you guys with a little something I just wrote? Go ahead. I was going to ask you that, but I didn't know if you was ready. Go ahead. <laughs> knock it out. I, look, I'm ready. I'm prepared. Okay. Okay, this one doesn't necessarily have a title, but, I, you know, actually I just wrote it last night, believe well, it or not. We're we not going to have a controversy oh. corner this week, so we're going to call it Michelle's Corner. Ten four. Oh, thank you. My <laughs> list. Okay. Uh. I gave you a piece of me, and now, and now there's no peace in me, missing the chance to know you. And now I feel there's no chance to what could have been romance with blurry eyes I've misled. Now this vacation of uncertainty is definitely in limbo. The fear of trying it out or the strength of letting it go. Neither or either one, I guess I'll never know. Wow. Okay. And that's Michelle's day. corner. And that's Michelle's corner this week. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> All right. We're going to holler at you, baby. Okay. All right. Peace and love, everybody. All right, baby girl. Let's go pay these bills. It's truth and logic, y'all. Do you like originality? Do you like affordability? And you'll love the Lost and Found Boutique. Original urban gear at an affordable price. The Lost and Found Boutique. Like them on Facebook. Or check them out online at the Lost and Found Boutique at BigCartel.com. That is www.thelostandfoundboutique.bigcartel.com. The Lost and Found Boutique. Dare to be different and discover what you've been missing. Lost and Found. Are you in need of quality audio engineering at a price that you can afford? Well, look no further than 8Shots Music, where we bring the studio to you. Whether you're a voiceover talent, singer, rapper, or whether you're recording audio for audiobooks, we bring everything you need straight to you. Check us out today at www.8shotsmusic.com or call us at 773-948-9296. 8Shots Music, your music anywhere. 
Turn up the sound. You've discovered TalkZone.com, the best in Internet talk radio. I want the truth. Back to David, Duran, and Michelle for more Truth and Logic. We're fighters for truth, justice, and the American way. What's up, family? We're coming right back at you. If you missed it, we had the telephone interview with our very own lady, Michelle Daniels. And uh, it was off the chain. It was uh, a little informative for those of you all who are out there who may uh, be a little artistic and want to uh, put your, a piece of yourself out there and share with the world. Uh, by all means, listen back to the show because this is what we do. Uh, we're getting ready to get into this logic letter real quick uh, before we wrap up the show. Uh, Mom, if you're listening... Uh, continue to listen. <laughs> All right. So it says, dear TNL. So now we're abbreviated now. We're not truth and logic. Anymore. <laughs> we're TNL. It says, dear TNL, I've been listening to you guys give your expert advice for the last few weeks and was wondering if you can help me settle a dispute. I love my woman. So obviously this is a man. I love my woman and have never stepped. Well, maybe Hopefully. not. Okay. But anyway, so I love my woman and have never stepped out. And, and have never stepped out on her. However, I do flirt on occasion. Hell, flirting is how I got her. And she knew this about me before we got into a serious relationship. She thinks that I'm being disrespectful and I'm causing harm to our relationship. I think that a healthy relationship is one where you allow the other person to be who they were when you guys initially met. Am I wrong? Can you guys help me out with this? He signs it the casual flirt. Uh, you want to jump on this first or you want me? Don't jump on it. Okay. Get my thoughts together. All right. Well, there's something that I noticed just uh, from reading this. Um, first of all, let me just say this. We are not relationship experts. We never profess to be relationship ex- experts. Every now and then, we may throw some facts your way. Uh, the ratio of men, of women to men, uh, the percentage of divorce in, in, uh, in the United States. Those are facts. That's about maybe 10% of the shit we talk about. Right. The rest of it is our opinion based on what we've been through. Okay. Um, you say you love your woman. Okay. When they usually start off like that, it's a little problem. Yeah, you, because you, why, 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 why you gotta validate that with us? You don't know me. Uh, <laughs> okay. But however, uh, it says I flirt on occasion. Uh, it's, that's how you got your woman. Um, and before you all got into a serious relationship, that word serious relationship. Okay, so that leads me to believe that initially it wasn't serious. So what you saying, y'all just fucking? Uh-huh. And then decided, you know what, you're going to be my woman, you're going to be my man? You know, okay, so I don't know what that is. I don't know what that is. I don't know what you, you, you didn't really clarify that. But um, how you got together might be why she concerned. Yeah. That might have something to do with Did it. Did he have anybody uh, else when he that, met her? It's quite possible. I mean, you know, it's a lot, it's a lot left out here. He says, she thinks that I'm being disrespectful and causing harm to the relationship. Okay. You think it's healthy. She thinks it's causing harm. Okay. Uh, you think that you should be able to be yourself. Okay. I'm not, I agree with you to a certain extent with that because, uh, if you were a whore, <laughs> then maybe it ain't like to continue <laughs> to be a whore. You know what I'm saying? I'm just going to say that out there. If you just a little flirting it is good or whatever it is, because you felt the need to explain to me that you've never stepped out on her. That, that, that should be assumed. You shouldn't have to say that. Okay. So, um, you should be, you want to be who you, are you wrong? Well, I'm going to tell you that you're wrong for this reason. She's already told you how she feels about it. Right. She told you that it makes her uncomfortable. If it makes her uncomfortable, then you need to curtail. And here's the, here's another thing. How she know you flirting if you ain't doing it in front of her? Right. You know what I'm saying? Because, see, I'm a flirt. I'm a flirt. I, my wife knows I'm a flirt. I do it so much that I don't even know I'm doing it. And she'll check me. Like, I, I'll be talking to a cashier or something like that, and she'll be like, really? I'm standing right here. Really? And I'll be like, <laughs> my, my bad. But look, let me, let me, I'm going to ask this guy this. If your girl was to flirt in front of you, how would you take it? I mean, you know, because, I mean, flirting... It's, it's, a, nothing, I mean, it's, you, it's you natural. Got, you, you I mean, got, look, my wife goes out with her girlfriends and comes back with the same amount of money in her purse that she left the house with. They ain't buying her drinks just because she's cute. Maybe her girlfriend's buying. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, but I mean, but I mean, it's certain things that I mean. Uh, that's a battle. That's not the war to me. You well, know. Well, well look here. We got we got an old time favorite we on here. We got an old time friend that decided to call in and chime in with us. Uh, Miss Curiosity, how are you doing? 
I'm good. I don't know if you all are gonna wrap it up. I'm actually on my way to the airport. Uh oh, where so you headed to? New Orleans. Oh, okay, I yeah, we we, we heard. You know. Yeah, condolences. Yeah, condolences. I didn't get a chance to hear the show, so I don't know what y'all are talking about. But well, we actually did a, a, a interview for for Michelle and uh, you know what, the things that she's into, and uh, just trying to do a little black positivity, uplifting, you know, let people know that hey, you can do it too. This would be a show that you probably won't get mad at me about. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, well, I just wanted to call in. I um I haven't had a chance to listen lately, so. I just want to call in and let y'all know I'm still the number one fan. <laughs> so, oh, no, Pastor Quinn. Pastor Quinn kind of trying to take your, your crown now. Trying to take that shine from <laughs> That's all right. I'm just calling in long distance now. So. Okay. But you, are, you guys still continue to do what you do. So right. I just want to call in and let y'all know that I'm still here. <laughs> okay. We, we, well, we appreciate you. And I'm going to let you know this on a serious note. We're thinking about you. Uh, we praying for you. You uh, go ahead and handle what you need to handle and do what you need to do. Same here. You know, we we might not agree on a lot of stuff, but you you know, you and your family still in my prayers. Thank you so much. I'm gonna let y'all go so I can catch this flight. All right, All right man. I'll All back right. at you. Yeah, All right. Bye. Before we wrap up the show, did you hear the logic letter? Oh, uh, yes, I did. What did you think of it? <laughs> You wrapped it up pretty well. You like that, if you, right? If you're doing it, if you're doing it in front of her, you're wrong. You know, if, no, it, if, you if I mean, but if, if, it does, if it didn't make her uncomfortable, cool. But she's telling you, right. I, I'm not cool with this. So if, I mean, if she's telling you, that means it's time to put a stop to it. Right. If your relationship is as serious as you say, right, right, it's right. time to put a stop to it. You just don't do it, in, and, and especially not in front of them. That's disrespect. Right. So uh, with that, I'm, you know what? I'm going to wrap up the show with uh, uh, with, with a little funny right here about flirting, right? So we was at the uh, at the <clears> store <throat> buying some shoes for my daughter, right? Mm-hmm. And, and like my daughter, let me tell you something. Anything happened between me and my daughter? I'm ha- me me and my, my me and my wife. I'm gonna have to cheat on my daughter because she ain't going. She, she's <laughs> you know, nobody. She don't want nobody talking to her daddy, right? So I step up to the counter to pay for the shoes. And my wife and my daughter actually behind me, but they looking at something else. They not. So the, the young lady's like, did you find everything all right? I said, no, I didn't, you know, and start talking, you know, talking to her. And when she figures out that I'm playing, we kind of laugh it off and, you know, whatever. So we start talking. My daughter steps up and says, ha, 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 ha. I like to laugh. What's so funny? <laughs> I, said, I said, damn. <laughs> <laughs> I like she's not playing, boy. So shout out, shout out to Destiny. Uh, Daddy loves you, but I, I can't be alone. I'm just gonna throw that out there. So there you I, go, Destiny. Go on, check this man. Make sure he stay in order. <laughs> wrap up. Right, keep him in check. <laughs> Give us the wrap up day. Hey, well, you know what? Hey, we we I think we had a real good show. Um, for all you all that was looking for the the controversy corner, hey, I, I had one that I wanted to do. It'll be back next week. But um. Like I said, I'm posting. I'm posting these stories on 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 our Facebook page, so you know that we're not making stuff up, right? And and this one story is real bizarre. And what I would like people to do is look at it. I just posted right before this show. It was about a Louisiana woman who beat up a boyfriend, got arrested, and got caught two charges: one for bribery and one for um abuse. And if you go look at look at the story, you ain't gonna believe what the bribe was. <sighs> So I'm I'm, I'm going to give him quick. The bribery was she offered to lick the officer's butthole to get out of a ticket. Hey, it is what it and is. And this is we 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 going to wrap it up. That's going to be next week rant. All right. So we're on a six day, 23 hour break. And as always, live life as if you're going to die tomorrow. But take the time to learn as if you're going to live forever. Develop an opinion. Think about it. And remember, everything that's black and white, it's not always black and white. Until next week, I'm Deron. This is David. That was Michelle. It's truth and logic, y'all. Your truth versus my logic. And we out of here. If you like originality, do you like affordability, then you'll love the Lost and Found Boutique. Original urban gear at an affordable price. The Lost and Found Boutique. Like them on Facebook or check them out online at the Lost and Found Boutique at BigCartel.com. That is www.thelostandfoundboutique.bigcartel.com. 
The Lost and Found Boutique. Dare to be different and discover what you've been missing. Lost and Found. Are you in need of quality audio engineering at a price that you can afford? Well, look no further than 8Shots Music, where we bring the studio to you. Whether you're a voiceover talent, singer, rapper, or whether you're recording audio for audiobooks, we bring everything you need straight to you. Check us out today at www.8shotsmusic.com or call us at 773-948-9296. 8Shots Music, your music anywhere. 